Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Better Self Project. The Better Self Project is a podcast about self-improvement, self-development, and self-empowerment. We are here for busy adults who want to learn practical tips and strategies that will enable them to cultivate a better self. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Better Self Project podcast. I am your host, Pamela. With me, as always, I'm Kyle. And today we just want to take a quick moment and talk about some of our favorite snacks. Everybody likes snacks, especially when the weather gets cool. Just want to be snacking snacks. We have a couple of our favorites that we wanted to make mention of, but also some helpful and healthy guidelines to be more thoughtful and intentional with your snacking. Kyle, what's one of your favorite? go-to snacks on a busy day? Well, not to beat a dead horse, but I am a fan of protein bars. I have specific ones that I've been eating on a regular basis for a few years now. And of course, it might always be better to substitute processed protein bars with actual food as some people might call it. But I like protein bars, especially for on the go. It's a great snack. It's a good source of protein. And it usually has all three macronutrients, meaning protein, carbs, and fats, which means it's going to give me energy and sustain me for a little while. So that's probably my favorite and most often consumed snack. What defines a protein bar as a good protein bar? What do you look for? I think most of the time you're looking for ones that obviously taste good because some don't taste good. Some taste like bars of chalk and we all know what those taste like. We don't like those. And if we're not going to eat them, there's no sense in buying a lot of them because we're just going to waste a lot of money and they're going to take up a lot of room in our kitchens. So I look for ones that are tasty, but also have a decent ratio in terms of protein to carbs. So the best ratio that I've found in terms of macronutrient ratios where you've got a decent amount of protein and not a ton of carbohydrates is going to be Quest Bars. I don't particularly love a whole lot of Quest Bars, but I know a lot of people do. So it's just my own personal preference. I like Metrix Bars. They tend to be bigger. So for some of my clients, I recommend that they just cut them in half and eat them that way where they're not eating the entire bar. So yeah, protein ratio to carb ratio, having a higher protein to carb, because if you've got a protein bar and it's only got like five grams of protein, but it's got 27 grams of carbohydrates, that's not much of a protein bar. That's a carbohydrate bar. I usually tell a lot of my clients to look for a bar that you like the taste, but it's got at least 12 grams of protein in it. That's usually a good place to start. And there are a lot of options at that protein marker and up. Yeah, for sure. And you could say the exact same thing for protein shakes. You want to look for a good ratio. I like lean protein shakes. I tend to buy protein shakes, any that aren't muscle milk. I'm not a huge fan of muscle milk's ingredients, but you could always get that in a pinch if that's all that's available. Yep. And we have plenty of clients that like Premier. There's ones from Costco that are super budget friendly as well. Tons of options available, but that's a good guide. Other wonderful snacks. What are some of our favorite favorites that aren't in a protein bar or shake form? Well, obviously fruit's good. I like fruit that's portable and easy to eat. So I take a lot of bananas, mixed berries, and apples. Yeah, fruit's an easy one. A lot of times too, we will tell people, hey, if you're going to have a carb source as a snack, make sure it's got some element of protein in there. And like Kyle was saying, a decent protein to carb ratio is something to be aware of, something to be mindful of. But if that's not in the wheelhouse for today, another great 
great option would be a fruit or a veggie for a snack. These are going to be very nutrient dense. So you get a lot of vitamins and minerals, which are going to be great for you, body and mind, as far as taking good care of yourself. But they're also a high volume food. And what does high volume food look like? And what does that mean? Typically, when we say high volume, we mean micronutrient dense. That coincides with voluminous food, meaning foods like fruits and veggies where you get a lot of food, but they're not very high in calories. So they're micronutrient dense. They've got a lot of nutrients, vitamins and minerals, but they don't have tons of calories in them. Like Pop-Tart, Pop-Tart's going to have more calories than an apple, right? And so what are some of your favorite veggies? You mentioned veggies. Yeah, we're big fans of bell peppers around here. I have to get them in every grocery order. I slice them up ahead of time. They're wonderful to snack on. Baby carrots, cucumbers, anything that's easy, fresh. You can do edamame. They even have microwave bags that you can go ahead and heat up and it will give you a little bit of that Asian flair if that's something that you're interested in. And then a lot of times we will do really mindful dips. This could be a hummus or a tzatziki, something where there's going to be some element of protein in the dip itself. But those are ones that we definitely watch what the nutrition label says. Chickpeas are a great source of protein. The Greek yogurt-based dips can be a great source of protein as well. But what is one of the things that we have to watch for when it comes to the dips? So in terms of dips, you just have to be careful of the calorie counts. So we like to use individualized portions. I know sometimes at the gas stations and even at grocery stores, they sell the individual servings of hummus with a little pretzel crisps. That's a good thing in terms of if you're tracking your food because you can much more easily track an individualized portion of food. You have a better idea of what the calorie count is, what the macro ratio is, rather than just mindlessly snacking on a big thing of hummus, which is considerably harder to track if that's something that you're doing. You don't necessarily have to track, but tracking is a good methodology for if you're trying to get leaner or if you're just trying to be mindful of eating in general and you just want to know a little bit more about the food that you're consuming. So I like individualized portions, things like boom chicka pop or skinny pop. And no, we don't like the title, do we? No, no. We can just call it mindful popcorn. (laughs) I like the Chobani flips, another individualized portion of Greek yogurt. It's a good protein source and it's a nice little treat at the end of the night. If you're used to having ice cream and things like that, it can be a good substitute. Obviously, it's not ice cream, but it's pretty close and it's something that's fairly low in calories, but it has a little bit of protein stuck in there. Something that trips up some of my people sometimes is everybody assumes that nuts are inherently healthy and amounts don't matter because they're healthy, but amounts definitely matter, especially when it comes to nuts in particular or avocado because they are fat sources and there's nine calories per one gram. So these are healthy food sources. There was a period of time where I was following a loose meal plan, but on one of the snack lists, it had almonds and I really like almonds. Almonds are healthy fats, but they can add up in calories pretty quick. So we just want to be mindful of that. We want to be conscientious of that. So things like trail mix and honey roasted peanuts, peanuts, regular nuts, and and things like that. We just don't want to mindlessly snack because they can really add up on the calories. Trail mixes will frequently have candies and things in them too. So it's just something to be aware of. Check the nutrition label. If it's got a ton of sugar in it, that's setting you up so that you may have a sugar crash later. The nutrition label is not bad. It's just another source where we can gather information so we can make thoughtful choices. Individualized portions can be great. Another budget-friendly version is buy it in a large size and portion it out yourself. Have your snacks. Enjoy your snacks. If you're going to go for a carb source, make sure it's got a little protein in it. Fruits and veggies are always wonderful, nutrient-dense snacks. Enjoy your snacking. We have snacks. We set ourselves up 
for the same. It's all right. Enjoy your snacking. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. It's a short one today, all about snacks. If you have more questions, specific questions regarding snacks, feel free to drop us a line at betterselfnutrition at gmail.com or you can check out our website to see more of what we do. That is at www.betterselfnutrition.com. We are active on Instagram at betterselfnutrition. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. We really do appreciate it. If you liked the podcast or you got something out of it, we would love to have you share it with your friends on your social media. Make sure to tag us. Yeah, and if you really want to help the podcast out and help us spread our message far and wide, you could help us enable the algorithm to show our podcast to many people by giving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time. Talk to you later.